0: Welcome back to the shallow dive. It's Megan. It's been a while and I wanted to put a recording out. I switched over to a different podcast host, and I wanted to see kind of what it was all about and um start fresh a little bit for the shallow dive. I don't really have an aim. I know that most podcasts are you're supposed to be in a category or you're supposed to have themes or segments or I don't know, guests, or whatever. But I don't really stick to much. I don't really stick to the plan, so to speak. I don't really have a lot to say about any one particular thing. So I did have some things that I thought about and it's some reoccurring things that... Is it recurring or reoccurring? Anyway, you know what I mean. I just had some ideas that I've mulled over in the last year. I've had a lot of time for introspection, which is really difficult, Um, it's hard to look in on yourself, even if you're happy with yourself, which I am very lucky, I guess, or maybe I'm just like blissfully ignorant, but I don't really have a lot of self-esteem problems, I don't have the body shame or hate, I don't have a lot of things that some women my age have that society has basically pushed on us because i guess in the last few years i have figured out that a lot of things are social constructs and i don't really adhere to them anymore like for some reason it's like once you saw behind the curtain of that it just doesn't really occur to me to really be bound by societal norms or whatever but some some things that recur or reoccur i'm not really sure i I need to look that up anyway. Some things that I have thought about a lot this year and some things that I have faced in the last several years, some things I can't talk about because when you're married and when you're also divorced and when there are children involved, a lot of times you cannot, I can't speak for the kids and I can't speak for my husband and I can't speak for my ex-husband really, but I can speak on my experience, right? So there are some things that are off limits at least for the next five years, um, Because, you know, family court is a joke and in my experience, things can be used against you in the strangest ways. So, but there are some things that we can talk about in in general, right, that have been really coming up for me a lot that I thought maybe someone out there could get use out of this conversation. And it's just a conversation with me. It's just you and me, right? But it's something I would like for my audience to think about. Because when this idea or when this like realization hit me, it was helpful to me, Um, especially with co-parenting, with dealing with um, toxic family members that you have had to set really firm boundaries with, unfortunately, even if they're your family or your husband's family or whoever, you know, maybe your kid's family or whatever the circumstance that you might have where you have had to set a hard, firm boundary with someone, it's painful, right? It's painful. And if it's not painful, then the boundary was successfully set with a reasonable person. But what I'm talking about is when you have to set boundaries with people or when you realize that you're not on the same page with someone that you have to deal with for whatever reason, those lessons are like really hard to learn. It's really hard to swallow. It's hard for me personally when I can't reason with someone because I, I have had to swallow my pride. I've had to drop my ego and I've had to deal with situations that I've just never in my life thought I would have to. But the sentence that keeps coming back for me and I just like stuck it in my phone notes and it like eats me alive. <laughs> but the realization helped me so much is that some people are not looking for a resolution they're looking to remain a victim. And again, this is just my experience. I'm not a therapist. I don't have experience to give you professional advice. But this is a conversational podcast and I wanted to put that out there because I'm going to give you a situation and I'm going to be vague. There was a situation that occurred a few years ago in my life where someone was questioning myself or someone was questioning my husband. Um they had a question. And they were throwing a big fit because they expected something of us that was never promised, never really talked about, but was also not made super clear. Like There was an expectation set for us we did not meet, right? And when that person approached us, who had an expectation from us, we were like, oh, okay, I can see where you thought... That was how it was going to go, and it was a very simple fix to me. It was like, oh, it looks like we need to sit down and have a conversation and maybe um, set some ground rules or set some expectations. Because, like, remember, I did a podcast about like managing your expectations. That's a difficult thing for people, especially for me. But once I learned how to manage my expectations, for the most part, it's made my life a lot easier. And so I thought, okay. Let's sit down with this person who has a, a, um, a realistic expectation, but it needs to be tweaked, you know, and a conversation needs to be had. Let's sit down and let's, let's go over this in person because text doesn't really do it. Email doesn't really do it. Phone, you know, this was pre pandemic. It was a few years ago. So, um, that was offered to the person. Let's sit down. I see that you're upset. I acknowledge that you're upset. What can we do to remedy that, right? Um, We did not meet your expectation, but we were also not clear that it was an expectation. How can we get on the same page? Because it was important to get on the same page. And that person, um, surprisingly, did not want to have a conversation, wanted to fight. And when I realized that they were not looking for a resolution, they were looking for a fight, I didn't think about it a lot then, but I was like, oh, okay, so all the things that we provided you in this conversation was not really what you were seeking. So when someone continues to come at you and attack you and berate you and you're saying, hey, let's have a conversation, and they continue to, like this person... (laughs) blocked us on social media and went on a big rant slandering our names, you know, and, and you know what? That's okay because that reflects more on that person's, you know, their behavior reflects on them. It doesn't reflect on me that that does not change the reality of what happened. And it was not a big deal, guys. It was not a big deal, but that person thought it was a big deal and we were willing to acknowledge that. So if I don't think it's a big deal and you do, I at least need to acknowledge that you feel that way, right? So we tried to do that. It did not work out. Um, We didn't really expect it to work out in our favor because I don't think there are sides sometimes, you know? And so it resulted in more fighting. And that person, when we must interact, which I do not have to typically, but let's just say when that person tries to interact. It is accusatory, it is hateful, it is, well how come you don't do this? This person does this. How come blah blah blah? And and at this point we do not respond to that. Because I you're not speaking to me like you would speak to anyone else. You're not respectful and I you're not going to come at me like that. Like that's not going to happen. I'm not going to allow that. And we do not unfortunately you cannot leave room For more fighting. So if someone is. Coming at you crazy. You responding. Or being reactionary to their behavior. to In my experience. Only fuels the fighting. And if you were also looking for a fight. By all means. If that's how you choose to handle it. Fine. But what I'm saying. Listen to Megan. Who has lived life. I'm not that old. Well yes I am. Don't don't talk about it. Don't bring that up. Uh, But like. I have lived a lot of life in the last 15, 20 years. Like, since I was a teenager to now, a lot of my friends married their high school sweethearts. They went on to have kids. They've had pretty much the same co-workers. They've had the same life. That has not been my experience. I have lived life. I have dated other people. I have been married before. I have, you know, I have co-parented with different, you know, there has been life lived, guys. So... The other part of that, some people are not looking for a resolution. I said they're looking for a fight. I also said they're looking to remain a victim. And so that kind of goes back to boundaries. And I hope a lick of this makes sense. And I hope that this short little podcast kind of helps someone out there who might be struggling with this very thing. You don't always have to be right, number one. Remember that. Because it's not about who's right a lot of the time. You just need to know what, what your, you know, manage your expectations from others. Don't go meeting fire with fire. I've never seen that result in anything productive, in anything peaceful, in anything that helps you sleep at night. If you're a bitch who tries to get the last word and you think that's satisfactory as a grown adult, you need to work on emotional maturity. You need to look it up you maybe need to call a therapist you maybe need to get a journal target sells them for like ten dollars so or you could start a podcast um but when someone is looking to remain a victim if you offer them a solution a conversation is a solution you know like or or a remedy for whatever they are you know like whatever the origin of their victimhood is if you offer a solution, a treatment to that wound. They, if they're not ready to actually put their ego aside or put whatever damage that they're feeding off of aside, you are never going to come to an agreement. You are never going to be able to have a conversation that results in anything but more fighting. And you cannot change that. Remember that. So if you are the person like myself who would love to have a normal conversation and take ego out of it and, you know, speak to one another like grown adults. You know, I'd like to clear a bitch. I really would. I would like to say what I need to say or whoop someone's ass. Like, revert back to being a punk kid in a small town wanting to fist fight you. But that's not, that's not appropriate, right? That's not moving things forward. That's not healthy. That's not adult behavior, so sometimes you're going to offer solutions to their the origin of their victimhood, right? And you're going to be met with more hostility. You have to make peace with that. You know, get a new dream, girl. Like, get a new dream <laughs> or guy or whoever, whatever you identify as out there. If you are that person, you have got to figure out how you can be okay with not being okay with this situation, right? Sometimes it's not going to settle right with you. And that sucks, it really sucks. However, my life is not defined by those people, right? So you cannot define your life based on the approval or disapproval of others, especially people who are constant victims of their own making, who do not wish to seek any conflict resolution for whatever ails them, right? Another thing that I would love. I see a lot of this. I see, I have some friends that are fairly young, you know, maybe starting out as new moms or they they live in a small town. Like there's, there's things we rely on our parents for, and there's things that we rely on like older siblings for, or we, we rely on certain family members for things, especially when you have young children. I have been there from personal experience. You know, you do rely on your family. But another thing I would like to point out, and this is just like jotting stuff down in the notes app, guys, so it's this might not make any sense. This is what I wrote, and let's just think about it for a second. Your setting of boundaries often results in people spinning a narrative about you to others to absolve them of any responsibility. If their actions like specifically required you to set the boundary, they cannot risk looking bad to others. And oftentimes the appearance to others, whoever that is, their church, their parents, friends, I don't know who, who, you know, or their peers, whatever, whoever it is in your family, could be a sibling, could be a parent, could be, you know, whatever that is. When you set a boundary and someone respects it, you can mutually move forward together. But when they try to undermine you at every step or they play the constant victim, there was often a need for that boundary, right? You set the boundary for a reason. So, I mean, I don't know why, and and oftentimes, guys, you're setting boundaries with people who don't have an ounce of emotional maturity. They don't have an ounce of self-reflection. They've got to be the martyr or the victim. Everything's just, oh, they're so, they're so, oftentimes they're so wonderful to their group of friends, their church friends, their coworkers, you know, whatever the case may be, they look great to everyone else. And sometimes that's, the hardest thing, right? Because if they're an upstanding citizen and a member of their church and they volunteer to this and that, when you've had to set a hard boundary and say I don't fuck with them, people look at you like, "Wow, I mean, that's weird." And you sometimes guys, you can't tell them why because that's personal. And also also sometimes it's so horrifying the reason you do have to set boundaries. Like, if you said it out loud, you would look like you're truly trying to make them out to be the bad guy. And it sounds absurd. Because they are sometimes the bad guy. They just don't appear that way to others. And that's the scariest part, right? I've said right a lot tonight, guys. I'm sorry. Um, So an example is, you know, I I never thought a birthday card could be a threat. Um, and think about that for a second. What, what's the birthday card in in your situation? So subtle threats could be, you know, you've set a boundary with someone. You've said, I want nothing to do with this person. Please don't contact us anymore. We can't be around you. Um, in my, in my life, um, I will say this much. I can't, this is not my story and I cannot tell it, but a family member committed, um, probably the worst crime in my book short of murder and worse than murder in my opinion to be honest um, and we had to set a boundary that we cannot be around that person and we cannot be around people who harbor that person and pretend like nothing had happened it's a safety thing and um, sometimes it <laughs> we would get mail where this person had signed a birthday card and it was so creepy and weird. We had, we had asked, please don't mail us anything. Please don't send us anything. Please don't, you know, do these things. Um, And it was not respected. And so from the outside, if you were to open the card listener to that came to my house, you'd say, what is it? It's just a birthday card. It's just, Oh, those are family members. What's weird about that? It's weird because something comes to your address that you did not ask for. And it's like, a everything's fine over here. We sure made sure they signed the card. It wasn't that someone signed the person's name. It was in a different handwriting. It was that the person signed the card. And it was unnerving a little bit. It was like, what part of this don't you understand? Um, and someone involved in that situation caused some issues with with my family that i also it's um it's a legal matter so i can't speak of it but it was an upsetting situation where a family member vouched for someone else trying to paint myself um and you know people in my family in a bad light and then that same person who vouched for this other person which were it was all fabricated, unfortunately. Um, it was just a, it was just a bad situation all around, right? And this person then sent us a Christmas card that said "thinking of you," and it's like, why did you, what? You know, it's it's a strange thing to constantly have boundaries pushed by the same person, essentially. So there's a lot of guilt with that too. Sometimes I don't feel any guilt about this particular situation, but say you're trying to cut off your mom, right? Or say you're trying to cut off, you know, your sibling who just like has stolen from you or has done things that you just really can't get past. And you're like, I love you, but I need to love you from far away. And, and, or it's an ex, like you, you're having a hard time saying goodbye to someone that you loved and you can't believe that they behave this way, right? You can't believe it. And they're like, I don't know what's wrong. Whatever. I don't know why you're saying this about me. I, do, I don't know what, why won't you speak to me after they've you know, done malicious things? It's like abusers or narcissists or whatever. When you experience that, it makes you feel crazy. And there's an ex, extreme amount of guilt when you love someone very much. And those things can all go hand in hand, right? You're like, okay, I know they're bad for me or they're bad to be around. But like, why do I still love them? Or why, whatever. You can love someone and, and, absolve yourself of responsibility for another adult and that is self-love right like that's you're taking care of you you have to do what's right for you because you came into this world by yourself and you'll go out by yourself and I'm not saying cut off your whole family but I'm telling you I have learned to stop feeling guilty about the behavior of other people if I mess up I need to take responsibility and that's one thing people like that lack so that's been on my mind. I, I know this was kind of a quick podcast. I know it's just rambling, but no one pays me for this. I, <laughs> I can, it's, you know, I do go to therapy guys. i promise I'm not using this as a therapist, but, um, some, some of those same themes come up and people ask me, I've had multiple people ask me, how do you how do you cut people off? Like I had, there's all those memes about like cutting people off and the giant scissors. I'm like, I'll cut your ass off in a heartbeat. I will. I will. And it's not because I don't care about you. And it's not because we don't have some sort of history, but that does not trump my peace. And sorry for saying that word. I am sorry. Ew. Um, you know, anyway, I just feel like a lot of people struggle with standing in their own power in their own lives. If you are able to do that, it's the most freeing thing in the world. And it, and if you're someone on the other end of that, let me say this to you. People who the the two types of people I've kind of mentioned, the and they're kind of similar, if you're looking to remain a victim, because essentially that's what you're doing. If if I've offered you a conversation or a resolution, we do not have to agree on everything. We do not have to be best friends. We can set some firm boundaries, right? We can set some firm boundaries. And I'm good with that because I am going to show you the respect you show me. I'm going to match your energy though. If you act like a straight up fool, do not expect me to ever, ever engage in that. Like it's the same energy. Like I'm not going to freak out if you're freaking out, but I will match you and not engage in that and just stop you right there. But like, if you're that type of person, I would implore you to look at your life and look at like if i've pissed you off for instance like if i made you so mad or i just can't stand her because of this this and this and i'm offering you a conversation a resolution and you don't take any of my suggestions my help you don't want my help but you want to run my name through the mud then you have to ask yourself why you're so invested in running someone else's name through the mud or Why you're engaging so much in turmoil. What are you getting out of the turmoil that you're causing or that you're perpetuating? Maybe not the cause, but you're certainly not helping yourself. Um, And the boundary thing as well. If you don't respect people's boundaries, I just don't have any use for you. Like, I just don't. Um, Think about why you feel like you're the one that has to have the last word. And you're the one that's going to berate and talk to people the way that you do. I just... I just ask for an ounce of of like emotional maturity, guys. We've got to grow up. These are really these are really hard things to navigate. Um and I look around often and think who the hell's the adult here that's going to tell me what to do? Because what I want to do in times of conflict, times of issues like the vague ones I've mentioned. And if you know, you know, and if you don't, you don't. Sorry. Um I would love to have resolutions to these problems. Um, but right now, I know where I stand. Um, and I hope that you, you, whoever's listening, I hope that you guys get something out of this. I hope that you guys, whether you're the victim or whether you're the one that's trying to set boundaries or the one that's trying to just go, you know what? We can get along. If If it's somebody, you know, it's like, there's conflict everywhere in this world. There is no reason for you to add to it. Um, and sometimes you have to stand up for yourself and say, you know what, I'm actually not comfortable with this. This is how this has to be for me. You know, whatever. Because it's hard, right? I'm I'm telling you one thing like, hey, try to have a conversation and come to an agreement with someone, but at the same time, be firm in your boundaries. Well, how do you do both? That's the thing, right? So it's a it's a narrow line. You know, it's a really tight Wire to walk, but if you're a parent, you're not doing your kids any favors by remaining high and mighty in the know it all. You're not, you're if you're looking to remain a victim all the time, um, you're not doing yourself any favors. So, I just I've had too much time in quarantine, guys. I've had a long year, you all have had a long year. There's been loss, there's been awful, awful things, and this might not be the shallow dive that you're used to. Um, and you might, this might be your first episode. I don't know. I just hope you keep listening. I've just got this shit on my mind and I'm putting it out there so that if, if there is one person out there that gains one thing from this, then I've, I've done the right thing. So I wish you all the very best and I will see you all soon. Bye.